Welcome to Card Slingers, coming to you coast to coast. Hi, I'm Jamie Elford from Portland, Oregon, representing the West Coast. I'm Melissa Sonova, speaking to you from the Midwest here in St. Louis. And I'm Hillary, the New Yorker. We're going to talk about what we like about the cards. And what we don't like. What we're learning. And what we're teaching. It's all about slinging them cards. All right, welcome to the first um, official episode of Card Slingers Coast to Coast. Um, with me are J.B. Alford and Hillary Perry Haggerty, uh, representing both our West and East Coast. And I am stuck in the middle with these two bozos. Um, <laughs> and speaking of bozos, today we're going to talk about the Guileless Fool card. Um, this is the first card in the tarot. It's um, numbered zero. There's infinite possibility and potential in this card. And we're going to talk a little bit about each of our favorite cards, why we like them, and what it teaches us about the Fool card. So, Jamie? Oh, geez. I love being put on the spot. I'm really good at it. And I'm so, so good at putting people on the spot. So this is a wonderful pairing. Totally. <laughs> so... I picked The Fool from the Shadowscapes Tarot by Stephanie Pumanlaw and Barbara Moore. It's been one of my favorite decks since Steph announced it. I remember somewhat stalking her online for the images, and then I got to meet her and do some things with her from Fairy Worlds, and I got to see all the original paintings, and I was just like, can I use these right now? Because I just, yeah, I adore the deck. It's amazing. Um, it's got some diverse characters in it. And the Fool is one of the more beautiful decks I've seen out there, or the images for the Fool. It's got a woman with red hair, kind of reddish blonde hair, and she's wearing all white. So you have this purity instinct of just not knowing, just she's free. She's standing on top of a, a compilation, I think, of two or three stone gar gargoyles. And she's on her tippy toes, like she is just ready to fall or trust that the birds that are holding her with red ribbons around her waist are going to save her. And I just love this idea of trust the universe, take that, you know, first leap, see where it's going to go take you. And I really believe that this card is a wonderful first image for a fool that is representing that purity of heart, that innocence of, I'm just going to do the thing. Um, I'm also going to kind of bring it up there since I did design a tarot deck, the triple goddess deck, my triple goddess deck has two fools. And I know that's kind of confused the heck out of people because they're like, wait, wait, am I seeing double? And you're not. I, they look very similar. However, one fool has shoes. She's got a, like a purse style sling bag that's over her shoulder. And to me, that's more of a younger fool of I'm going to go do the thing. I'm going to take the leap of faith and go off the cliff but she's not really dressed appropriately for going out and exploring compared to a older, wiser fool who is kind of more barefoot. She's more prepared. She's got a backpack on. And to me, there is, you know, some subtle differences between being a younger fool and just doing the thing and going, wait, I'm not prepared for this because, you know, things aren't fitting on my bag or, bags aren't fitting on my body right my frame isn't doing this maybe my shoes are the wrong thing to be wearing for this walk and one that's like I'm older and wiser and I can take what I've learned from my youth and still go out and take leaps of faith and still you know do the thing but be a little bit more well adjusted so that's kind of what I see when I look at these two or three full cards how about you, you know 
The reason, okay, first of all, I have that print hanging in my bathroom right next to the mirror. So every morning when I wake up, I see the fool card that you chose. Um, and I, the conversation that you and I just had with Hill, like I just planned a trip to Los Angeles and I, it was hard and it was scary, but I'm older now. The first time I was there, I just kind of spun around in the sand and went, wow, this is cool. This time I've got like an agenda and I have clients and, you know, I think that's, there are two different ways to leap. And I think that you cannot experience the 44 year old leap when you're 20, you just have to go balls out and wing it and just see what happens. And when, when you're as old as I am, which is very, um, you have to kind of, you look over the edge of the cliff a little bit, you know, mm -hmm. and you see what's, what's going to happen or, or what could happen. And then you prepare for that. And I think both are brave, but one of them is super like crazy brave. Maybe this shit's going to work and maybe it's not. And the other is brave. Like, okay, I've done everything I can to prepare. Let's, let's see what happens. Um, and I picked for my favorite is the Wild Unknown Tarot by Kim Kranz, which is a stick that's like three or four inches off the ground. And sitting on this little stick is a tiny baby chicken. And uh, it's just, you can tell its feet are kind of like kinetic. So one foot's above the other. And you can kind of tell that it's like, holy shit, can I jump to earth? Is this going to work out? Now, as looking at it, you're like, jump, baby chicken, you're going to be fine. It's literally <laughs> four inches. But you have to put yourself in that that mindset of maybe they've never been on a branch before. Maybe they jumped up there and went, Oh hell, now what, now what do I do? You know? And I think that it's a great representation of the place that we have to put ourselves emotionally and mentally to take jumps and to take a risk. And that's really what the fool is telling us to do is go baby, go like it's time to jump. And you have to like, there has to be a part of you that separates itself from your logical brain and says, fuck it, I'm doing it. And then you just, if I swear to God, if the fool had a motto, it would be what you said, Jamie, do the thing. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. But there has to be something that's brave. And there's this great book by Elizabeth Gilbert called big magic. And in it, she talks about fear and how the only people who don't have fear are toddlers and terrorists, which is true. And what you have to do when you're embarking or when you're about to take the fool's jump is you have to tell fear that it's, of course, going to come along because it's always there, but it needs to sit in the back seat, put its earbuds in, shut the fuck up. It doesn't get to drive. It doesn't get to navigate. It sure as hell doesn't get to play with the radio. You tell fear, come with me anyway. We're going together. And then you don't have to argue or fight with it. You can just accept it. It's, this is going to be scary, but I can't wait to see what happens. That's that's the reason I love the fool so much because it's that potential and that adventure and that oh this might turn out terribly let's do it anyway and see what happens. It's such a great book too, Big oh Magic. My oh yes. my goodness, and especially that portion of it like resonated with me so much. And it is it is the fool's mindset. It's like we can't we can't exist without fear. But the real part of being brave is taking that fear and doing the thing anyway. And I, unfortunately, I'm going to just resonate. Um, I'm just going to repeat what you guys are saying about the fool. But my favorite fool is from the Fountain Tarot. And I'm probably going to butcher uh, Jonathan's last name, but it's Jonathan Saz. 
um, S-A-I-Z. Um, and the guidebook was written by Jason Grohl and the design was by Andy Tudaro. Um, they're both amazing. They're all amazing people. And I love the packaging of the Fountain Tarot as well. It's just so beautiful. You don't have to have a silk wrapped bag or anything with that packaging. It's just so gorgeous. But the fool in their deck um, is associated with the keywords boundless innocence. And really the imagery on that fool card is it's um, shades of blues and whites. And then this almost watercolor image of it looks like a young boy just going like yeah like with the arms outstretched and the legs outstretched and leaping and it was isn't really exactly a cliff it looks like almost a stepping stone or pillars stepping from one pillar to the next and i just thought the fool is about joy as well joyfully making the leap, joyfully doing that thing, even if it scares you. And also about beginner's mind as well. We don't give the fool a lot of credit sometimes for going back to the beginning or being naive or making that jump anyway. And like, I found so many people when they start learning tarot, they compare themselves with the high priestess. They compare themselves with the world card when they're really the fool. All of us start as the fool. And that's the reason why it's zero. It's neither beginning. It's neither ending. It's just that is what we are when we come to life, when we come to the tarot. So you can't compare your fool to the Empress card or the death card or the star card. Like that's not how it works. Like it's cyclical, but it's also really linear as well. Like beginner's mind is a really wonderful thing to have because when we start out, we don't know anything and then we grow, but that's the full card to me. Yeah. Yeah. Beginner's mind. I always forget about that aspect of this. And I always try and put myself into that no matter what conference, you know, we go to for tarot or for writing or even new projects, you know, you gotta have that beginner's mind. I, my, my creative process is the first thing when somebody gives me something to do, I'm like, Oh my God, Oh my God, Oh my God. I tend to have a freak out moment where, Oh, they picked me and all that. But then once I get over that freak out, I slowly think about what do I need to do? and you know do the thing but yeah beginner's mind is so good to be in and so fun and i think it's something that you you touched on hillary was that like if we look at the the major arcana as the fool's journey and the last card is the world and she's stepping through this ring this this zero if you will this portal because her journey has ended and she's about to become the fool again you know, so I think that embracing the full card, regardless of where you are in your journey, you know, having, um, having those moments where you feel like an absolute fucking student, you know, <laughs> regardless of how old you are, I think is so valuable. And I think that our instincts are to just kind of maybe shy away from that or feel stupid or ashamed sometimes. But I, I think it's a very valuable moment to be taught something and to be open. Let's go ahead and stretch that egg mug metaphor, ladies, shall we? Yeah. To be sure. open to becoming a student again and to be open to learning something new. Because I've been teaching for like 15 years and I learn a lot from my students. Mm-hmm. And because they come, with, come to class with a beginner's mind and ask me questions that I haven't thought about ever, really, or in a really long time that 
that as I grow and as I get older and more experienced, I'm not the same person I was. The fool is not the same person as the world card. The world card has seen some shit, ladies, you know? And by the time you get to the world, the questions posed to you when you were a fool have very different meanings and very different timbre, and they have very different resonance with where you are now. So I love that. I love the journey of the tarot. I just like cards so much, you guys. They're so awesome. (sighs) And maybe when we get to the world card, we can talk about that integration as well, Mm. because the world card is not the world card without that integration of the lessons learned in the fool's journey. Oftentimes when I see the world card coming up reversed, we haven't talked about reversals yet. Oh my God. But (laughs) that's usually an indication that like the lesson hasn't been integrated and you kind of like need to go back to the beginning in order to learn to integrate that lesson because without that integration, why did you go through that experience in the first place? Mm-hmm. Precisely. There you go. So that is our awesome, I think, discussion on the fool. Um, we're going to actually cover all the cards at some point. We're going to sprinkle them in amidst our conversations in this podcast. And we're also super excited to take recommendations from you guys. Let us know what you want to talk about. I mean, you have a combined like, 50 years worth of experience, 70. I can't math. You have a lot of years of experience on this podcast and we are more than happy to take recommendations or suggestions about what we should talk about next. So thank you for listening. Um, You know what? In honor of this episode, I encourage all of you to take a jump, take a leap, see what happens, do the thing, and then let us know how it goes. So thanks guys. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us uh, at Cardslingers Coast to Coast. You can check out more episodes at cardslingerscc.podbeam.com. And please send us your questions at cardslingerscc at gmail.com. We'll see you next time.